I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Carpe diem. Seize the day. I'm not going to sit inside of a corporation for 20 years. The time is now. The time is now to express and for people to believe in themselves. The time is now for it to be okay to be great. People in this world shun people for being great, for being a bright color, for standing out. But the time is now to be okay to be the greatest you. Hi, welcome to Sensible Mischief. I'm Lance Nelson, and with me today is the lovely, beautiful, elegant, breathtaking Benson P. Jones. Look at this beautiful bastard right here. Thanks for having me. This is my young Timothy Charlemagne. <laughs> I don't mean that in a sexual fantasy-wise. <laughs> I mean, literally, he is my young Timothy Charlemagne. Big things ahead. We have things ahead. Stuff's coming. It's a brewing. But, uh... Yeah, we're in North Carolina, as you can hear with all the cicadas and crickets and gunshots. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good place. I love it. Uh, Benson is here visiting family. Normally, we're kind of a little bit more Western ways. But uh, we just had a cool family reunion at Nags Head, North Carolina, Kitty Hawk, where the Wright brothers flew for the first time ever. Yes, indeed. Yes. Fun fact. We've been going there for about 40 years. Yes. This year, how many... 35 people around it's, there? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. There are too many of us. It's been a great time visiting on the East Coast. I genuinely I miss the East Coast so much. Yeah. But, uh, Benson, you beautiful man. Look at you. Yeah, look at those dimples. I love it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's a beautiful bastard. I, I, I have so many great memories of Benson. Um, one of my favorites... And this isn't to throw you under the bus. This was just showing how cute he was as a kid. There was this one time that we were uh, we were going from our grandma's house to your guys' house. And uh, we were about to go in. And then Spencer's yelling from the car. And he notices you just kind of running inside. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it the shoes? It's the shoes. Yeah. Could I, you tell the story? Because I'm butchering it. No, you're good. Okay. You're good. So it was, I'm pretty sure there was snow on the ground. Yes. Early January, they were here for like New Year's, yeah. and we were going to visit my grandma, and I came out to the car to go see my grandma, and it was Spencer, my older brother, Lance, and I'm pretty sure Lance's brother, Dean, was yeah. there too, and um, I, I get out there, and I don't have any shoes on, and Spencer's like, what are you doing? Like, it's freezing cold outside. Where are your shoes? And logically, my response as an eight-year-old child was... Every time I go to grandma's house with shoes on, I lose them. And I just remember this face on Spencer just being like, <laughs> and then my brother Dean leans out the window. He's like, good thinking. <laughs> Such a funny story. He's a great kid. I love him to death. So I'm actually a big fan of the podcast. I I've, appreciate I've watched that. all the episodes. Oh, my God. I'll have to say my personal favorite was with Lindell. Oh, he's crap. I mean, it, it really resonated with me because I knew all the characters to all the stories because yeah. they're all family. But I liked the layout of that one. Yeah. And I was thinking about some stories. What do you got? So, the first time that, like, well, like, I've... My family's always, especially my dad, he's always not been afraid to, like, push the boundaries of, like, getting the best experience out of things like he's not afraid to like at a concert like if people aren't sitting in front of us at the concert like you know the like stortuses are like strict about you sitting 
in the yeah, yeah. in the seats ahead. So like he 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 would always try to go move up in the rows, you know, and like we'd all, like lots of times we'd get told to go back to our seats and stuff. Yeah. But like a few times, my dad in North Carolina college basketball is like a big thing because North Carolina Duke and State are like kind of the biggest rivalry in college basketball. Yeah. And my dad and my mom both went to North Carolina, so like they're huge fans. And growing up, like we watched every basketball game on TV, but occasionally my dad would have to go to Chapel Hill for doctor's visits. Yeah. And sometimes because I was homeschooled, he would take me with him and we would just go like look around Chapel Hill and like eat at this restaurant that lots of times players go eat at and like hope to see somebody like we ran into Tyler Hansborough one time. But eventually after like we had gone a few times, we decided that we were going to try to like sneak into the practice facility for the yeah. basketball team at Carolina, which is like the biggest, one of the biggest college basketball programs. Yeah. And so the practice facility is literally an underground facility um, under the arena that they play in. Awesome. So during the day, it, the arena is actually just unlocked. And so we go and we're trying to find stairs to get downstairs, but the stairs are all blocked. And then we're like, we see an elevator. So like, we're like, okay, let's try that. Yeah. So we do it, we go downstairs, it opens up, we see all the players like literally working out in the weight room, like we're just like standing there like we, and then like we didn't want to like stay for a long time because it was kind of overstepping our boundaries, you know, it's not like we could just sit there and watch, but like we watched for a second and then we just started walking, like seeing what we could see, we like looked through like a bunch of the rooms down there and then eventually we decided to just dip and go back up, but like from that like experience like i was always like trying to do things that n- normal people wouldn't do most yeah, times to like get a better experience like not afraid to do that so flash forward a few years later this is in january of this year before the world went crazy yep i if you know me you know that i'm one of the biggest kanye west fans in the world that's true I'm obsessed. It's my maybe isn't unhealthy is maybe an unhealthy obsession, but it is a little bit. We're actually we're actually kind of concerned slightly. <laughs> I love the the camera stare. Um, so he'd been doing these Sunday services, and he had gone all over the place. He'd been to Utah, done yeah. a ton in LA, done a couple in different countries, done one in like a bunch of different cities around the U.S. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to go so bad. I literally was obsessed with them. Like, I would watch them on YouTube, like, the whole thing. Like, I watched every single one multiple times. And then I was just really hoping that they would come to Phoenix, but it seemed like they were, like, kind of slowing down the amount that they were doing. And, but then one day it got announced that at this huge Christian like speakers event at ASU Stadium Sunday service was going to come and perform a set. So I like follow some fan pages on on Instagram of Kanye. So like I saw them announce it like right when it happened. Got on there. The tickets were free and I was able to get me and my girlfriend at the time a ticket and then go back in and get Spencer and another ticket too. I was so excited and but then it comes out that like the schedule for the event was not going to be released. It's from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. 
okay. filled with speakers, Christian yeah. speakers. So you could just get lucky. Like either you got to be there for the twelve hours, or just be there at the right time. Exactly. Yeah. And it was really hot. That or I guess it wasn't really hot, but it was just. It's Arizona. It's always hot. Yeah, it's always pretty hot. It was just be a long day. Yeah. And, but I was so determined to like get a good place, like good good seat or whatever. Yeah. Get as close as possible to the stage because it's a huge arena. Like if we were up in the nosebleeds, it would not be half as fun. Yeah. yeah exactly. And so I get there early with my girlfriend at like the doors open at nine get there at 8 45 and when i get there at 8 45 there's a line full of like just people there for the speakers wrapping around the whole stadium and i'm like oh my goodness like am i really gonna go get in this line and then stay here all day and funny enough like me and spencer also had a show at sozo that night at seven so like okay. i didn't even know if i was gonna be able to be there for it like that's how committed You're i was like, to it there's, like, like there's mean, a chance that i, I might show see tonight i'd rather see yeezy yeah and spencer was literally like dude like if you wait there all day and he doesn't come out like i'll literally just perform the set by myself yeah. and i'll explain it and it'll be fine and i was like that was like tempting super tempting because yeah. i'm such a big fan and so once we saw the line there, it was like, we're not going to wait in line all day. We can just chill out, like chill in Tempe, go like shop or go get food and just like hang out until we hear them start the, the set. Because like literally it was like you could hear the speakers from where we were. Yeah. And so that's what we did. Like we went and got breakfast and then we chilled in the car. Then we went and went to Urban Outfitters. Did some stuff to kill time. But going back and forth, we were, like, looking out for people that, like, might actually know, or at least I was. So, like, we're walking past. There's this van that's unloading, like, streaming, like, cameras and stuff to, like, and it it looked like it was, like, a streaming service. And so I just stopped and asked them. I was like, hey, do you guys know what time Kanye is coming on? And they're like, three. They just told me. And, like, nobody else really knew that. And so I decide that's like at one o'clock so like i'm like at two we're gonna go in and we're just gonna try to find a way to get onto the field yeah so at two we go in the field everybody in the on the on the football field that's close up to the stage has these wristbands and like i have no idea how you even got the wristbands like i think it just might have been like certain selected people and so we go, we're like, we're walking down trying to get past the security guards, but there's like two security guards at every entryway to the field. Yeah. And then behind me, I hear this guy that's like asking people to volunteer. Yeah. And I'm like, I go up to him and I'm like, <laughs> what did you <laughs> Sorry about I thought, that. I thought you were no. waving at somebody. No, I'm so dead. I said... Hey, were you just asking those people to like volunteer? And he's like, "Yeah, we're looking for um, just like st- uh, what is it called at churches? Like the volunteers they that seat people, ushers. Ushers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're looking for ushers to collect the like tithing, basically. All right. And um, also like make sure that everybody like is good in their section. I was like, would it put us on the field? And my girlfriend at the time is like looking at me crazy. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you? Like, yeah, yeah. we're like, I do not want to do this. I was like, okay, we'll volunteer. So he takes us up to this room where all the volunteers are. It's like where the like, um, box seating is yeah, yeah. kind of, it's like, this just open big area. And there's like, everybody in there has these vests on these like orange looks like construction vests. Yeah, man. 
So they go up to, we go up to the table, they ask for our names, we get the vest. It's like, there's like eight or nine of this us. This seems very trusting of just Facts. random, I random know. people just being like, oh, oh yeah, mean, yeah. I'm going to collect money and all I need is just a name, not don't leave the driver's license or anything. Seriously. Because all you have to do is just be like, don't, what I'm suggesting, don't do that. Yeah, that's, that's a terrible anyway, business going. move. I felt uncomfortable doing that in the first yeah. place. I was just trying to get on the field. Of course. Goes without saying. So then they tell me that we're not going to be on the field, that we're going to be doing one of the upper levels. And I'm like, this is not the move. <laughs> this is not. So they tell us that the group leader is going to come get us in like 15 minutes um, when the shift ends for the other people. And there we can just sit and watch the game yeah. or sit, sit and watch the speakers until yeah. we get brought. And while we're there, like, it's these weird, there's these weird people. And they're like, we hold hands and do this prayer. And like everybody, it, it just was so, because they were like, not dissing prayer or anything. It yeah, was yeah. just different than what I was used to. And people were like all talking during the prayer and like just different for me, right? Yeah, yeah. And we go and sit down after the prayer and I get Mallory to come like sit like kind of away from everybody else. And then like right when they're like not paying attention, I'm like, all right, we got to dip. So we go back into the big room and by then we have the vest. So we just blend in with everybody. We walk right out the door, go back down to where we had gotten turned away before. Walk right past the people. I was like acting like I was like on a, like a mission. To, some people came up and asked me questions while I was walking. Down. They're like, "Where is this bathroom?" I like do a quick scan. I'm like, "It's over there." Like just on the fly, going through. And like I was, I, we we get past the guards or like the people checking for wristbands. Yeah, yeah. And go straight to the front of the pit. I we keep the vest on. I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, gotta get through here, gotta get through here. Smart man. All the way to the very middle of the pit, like literally five feet away from where the stage is. And then right as we got there, that's when Sunday service came out. Like it was just perfect timing. It was amazing set. I loved every minute of it. Sunday service, like the choir came out into the crowd, like right, right near us. And then like after the <laughs> after they finished I, um, everybody was like, a lot of people were leaving the pit because that's what they came to see. Yeah, yeah. And we're like walking away. And then like, I see that it's just like those metal fences that separate things at concerts, yeah, separating yeah. from like the backstage to the stage area, you know, uh -huh. or the backstage to the, like where the seating is. And so like, I just opened the fence, walked right through Mallory's like, what are you doing? And I just had to leave her because I didn't want her to like, like make me look weird you know like yeah. having a conversation right at the fence like that yeah so i just walked straight back as the choir is literally coming off the stage i walk with the choir into the green room where they're like eating their dinner and like i got to have a conversation with the choir leader and like i was obsessed with sunday service yeah, so yeah. like it was really cool for me to meet that guy like he wouldn't be a celebrity to most people but like yeah, yeah. i got to have like a cool conversation with him i'm assuming that's the guy that uh during uh james corden's bit where like they were flying on the jet like he's the he's one the leader yeah. yeah yeah okay. he's just like a really cool guy he seems like a cool guy yeah it was really dope so and like I feel like that's the definition of sensible mystery. It really is. <laughs> like, I, I love that. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was cool. Kanye wasn't in the room because he left the stage a little early. I walked 
this is funny. I was like trying desperately to find Kanye. Yeah. Like walking down the halls, like out. I went past the room where they were eating, like, and then like they're like, everybody, we gotta eat on the bus. So like they start to leave. I'm like, Kanye might be out there. So like I I walk with them out to the bus, and then Kanye's not out there. And I was like, dang it, but missed them by a few minutes. But that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was dope. That's crack up. The whole time hey, I was thinking. You when this happened, eighteen. Yeah. We have very different childhoods. <laughs> I would have been like, "Hey, you guys want to play Halo? <laughs> we could collect like some Digimon no, cards or something." That's not true. Because Spencer one time told me, recently after I became such a big Kanye fan, he yeah. was like, "I remember me, Dean, and Lance were having a conversation when we were like sixteen or 17. Just asking hypothetical questions, and Dean asked the question: If you were on a desert island, what album would you bring with you to the desert island? If you could pick one to listen to, and he said 808s and Heartbreak, and it's a great album. It's a great album. I love it. But he was wavy way back then. I just remember they both looked at me like I was crazy. They're like, Yeah, they were. What? (laughs) Really? I was like, Yeah, Yeah. I love Kanye. (laughs) I love Kanye like Kanye loves Kanye. That's a, that's a lot of love right there. I think Kanye West is a genius. The problem is he knows it. <laughs> it's beautifully said. Yeah. Stole it from ben, Bill Simmons. <laughs> oh man, dude, that's crazy. I didn't know. Like, I knew that you went to go see like Sunday service. I had no idea the depths. Yeah. That you saw. I wanted. Sunday I service. wanted to save it for this. I appreciate to tell you. that. Yes. No one appreciates that more than I do. <laughs> Oh, there's I have like a video, this selfie video of me walking like what, like because I was like going around like telling everybody good job, like it was church or something. You know, like I was just like, hey, y'all killed it. Thank you so much for that. And um, and I have this video of me, and I'm like, I have the camera pointed this way, and I'm like showing everything, and I turn the camera, and I'm like, (laughs) oh, that's crack up, man. So funny. Oh, I love that. And we never got caught either. We just dipped. It, honestly, it's the great thing about like when you have professional equipment like like what I got. I can just walk into concerts and they just let me in the front row. They're just like, oh, you're here, right? And do you want to get backstage? I was like, yeah. yeah. Like I've done that to multiple st- That's stuff. That's so sick. I feel like if you just go anywhere. Like I read a thing talking about, it was this article talking about Kanye's rally um, that he did in Charleston where he oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was in the news a lot. And this guy said that he showed up early and just started helping set up and like acting like he knew what was going on yeah. and asking people what they needed him to do and stuff. And then by the end of like, by the time it was about to start, people were like asking him, what do you want, what, us, what to do you want yeah. us to do and stuff? Like what's next or whatever. And I was like, people, it was like a point to like say that it was like unorganized and I'm like, you, I feel like you could do that at anything yeah. if you just showed up with the right energy. You know? If you got confidence, yeah, you can you can pull off anything. One time, Lindell, he did this. Yeah. We were at this basketball tournament, um, like the basketball tournament that's on ESPN because we were with, like, Jimmer Fredette's team. And we had, like, the passes to go back in, like, because we were with the team or whatever. We could yeah, go, yeah. like, back into the locker room and stuff. And... Lindell didn't have a pass. We didn't have enough passes for him. He didn't even have a ticket to get into the game. And he just wore his, like, light blue suit. I think he might have worn that 
insensible mischief, yeah. right? He has this like light blue suit tailored to perfection. He's wearing his Rolex. He has this like um, little flower like thing that's like of made of solid gold. <laughs> Why not? Like, of course he does. Like, and it looks just so pimp. He rolled in there with bow tie, just like looking so fresh. Yeah. And he was just walking back and forth. Nobody was stopping him. Nobody was asking yeah, him man. any questions. So funny. You just got to look the part. Look the part. You blend right in. When I was interviewing Spencer earlier, he said, I'm calling it Benson Jones. He's going to make it. And I agree. Look at this handsome devil right here. I hope he's right. (laughs) And if I make it, we all make it. Uh (laughs) The whole team. All right. Well, dude, thank you so much for being on this. And, dude, I love that story. Thank you so much for telling it. Thanks for having me, I hope that people can just, like, listen to that and then just be like, yeah. Let's do it. Like, because of you, you went above and beyond. And you had this amazing experience out of it. Yeah. And everyone else would have just been like, oh, like, you know, I wanted to go to the show, but I decided not to just because it's a 12-hour wait. You, like... Went outside your comfort zone. I don't even know if you have a comfort zone, but you were just like, hey, you know what? What time does Kanye play? Three. All right. <laughs> I All had right. to make it happen. How can I get on the field? We'll take people if you pick up tithing. All right. We're doing this now. We might pocket some of the money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if, if, if we don't get to see Kanye, we're definitely pocketing some of this money. Just kidding. I'm just saying. Forever. Wait, what was the place? Nordstrom was just down the street. <laughs> But, dude, thanks so much for being on this, man. Thanks for having me. It's always a good time talking to you. Love you, dude. Love you, too, man. Thanks for watching. Bye.